One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, welcome to this autumn Nations International special um, with me, Pete Ebden, and him, Willie Thorne. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Willie Thorne. <laughs> Probably wondering why two legendary snooker players <laughs> talking about rugby. But, um, I saw your Instagram at the week- weekend, mate. And I uh, waited for it, boy. You're growing I it. I waited for it. Do you know what I did? Um, this is it's no joke, right? So we'll talk about this in a minute, listeners. But it, it's 10 to 9 on Wednesday morning where we are, right? And... I got up out of bed at about eight. You know, a little baby means that you have a few delays during the night. You don't quite sleep as well. I've got two other kids who have made themselves bagels and are on their iPads by eight o'clock. So it's bad parenting, but I did have a bit of a lie-in. And I thought, got loads of reading up to do before we start this podcast because there's lots of stuff to talk about. And um, I thought I'm actually going to take an extra five minutes to shave my head and face and have a shower before we do the podcast, which, of course, isn't in vision. But we've got a couple of little sponsorship things Shanks and I need to talk about. And I just had a bit of a dream last night that one of them was video. Like a, it was a video read. <laughs> and I thought, I'm not doing it. I quickly shaved my head in case we've got, I've got to come in vision on a Wednesday morning. So you don't call me Willie Thorne. We, you like Gav Henson? Look good. Feel, <laughs> Feel good. good. Play yeah, good. Like that, sound yeah. good. Uh, yeah, no, someone sent me through yeah. a picture of you yesterday. It just said, the hair. <laughs> was that me standing with the big um pumpkin yeah yeah the lucky bit is that i honestly feel genuinely feel lucky not to care about very much about what i look like i thought Enough. you were gonna say because you got a missus <laughs> no well, i do feel lucky with that yeah but i just Definitely. don't care no and I've i know got, i'm Maybe. of the opinion i'm of the opinion that you can look as good as you want but to a point it's all about that's yeah how that, you hold yourself, mate. It's all about confidence. When I read Dear Deirdre, um, that's how things start, mate, because people don't care, okay? You've got to start caring. You've got to make yourself presentable for your lovely... Well, yeah. And on that... Wife, girlfriend. On that, I read uh, Girlfriend. Partner. On that, I... Uh, partner, yeah. Lodger. On that, uh, I... Um, 
read somewhere the other day and it was about, it was one of these things, news that flashes up on your phone and we always tap on it and it's like, you're not subscribed to Apple. So well, stop telling me to read it then. But I tapped on it and it went through and it was like, things you have to do to, um, you know, keep your marriage alive or whatever. And I sent, I sent a forwarded, a, I sent a, uh, a couple of screenshots to my ex-wife as a joke and it was, it you know, you had to be there, but it was quite funny. And she sent a couple of funny ones back. And it was like we, you know, we're we're quite progressive, Tommy. We got on very well, as you know. And um, flames still and, going. And one, one, well, no, it's not. And one of them was about, um, you know, make sure you sort of make an effort to do the little things. And why wouldn't you, you know, why wouldn't you? If you drink a lot of coffee, why wouldn't you gurgle, mouthwash, and brush your teeth and floss, mm. all that sort of stuff? I was like, mm, got yeah, that written down here, actually. That is a good point. <laughs> you should do that, boy. <laughs> no offense, fence teeth. <laughs> like a bag of chips, mind. <laughs> I've got another one. Deodorant. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, now that is a waste of money. Jason Orange never wore deodorant and take that. Do you still use roll-on? Or are you, um, you physio sport roll-on? <laughs> <laughs> With arginine. <laughs> still got some from the Saris days and some old Jaffa cakes. And a Kenwood t-shirt. No, I, got, <laughs> no, I, I only the only reason I, I've got a spray at the moment, the only reason I use roll-on because <laughs> then no one else else no one else wants to use it, and you know what it's like when you got loads of kids, they nick it and everyone nicks it. Well, everyone, like, no, no. <laughs> everyone nicks you. Like, sure, sport for men. Yeah, they nick it. No, but I don't wear that. I I don't right. use that. I use um like I quite often use the Dove, the pink Dove one or the watermelon Dove one. I use. Yeah, okay. Which technically, they probably market that towards women. If we're yep. being frank about it, yeah. But I like to use more gentle ones, and but if it, if I've got a roll on with my horrible armpit hairs on it, no one's going to nick it, and that's what I want. Is that because of the ex- you? eczema you get under your arm? That's <laughs> <laughs> the sores. Um, what about what do you use? I think I use sure sport. You know what I'm like positive. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you like. You're so predictable. If anything says sport on it, I'll buy it. <laughs> do you still wear tuba grips on your knees to the gym? <laughs> I went today, actually, if you're asking. I'm going later. Thanks for thanks for bringing it up. What did you do? Uh, chest and guns, was it? <laughs> shoulders today, actually. I did chest the other day. I, I had my skipping rope, but just carried it around. Looked professional. I've got, uh, yeah, I've got a gym bag, right, which I never, I never use anything that's in it, but I've got a gym bag. And my mate Al Harwood, who's one of the CrossFit Bath freaks, a great bloke, and he gave me this skipping rope once. He goes, oh, it's, it's a bit, because he's a bit shorter than me, believe it or not. And he said, it's the perfect length for you. And I tried it. I was like, oh, that is perfect. Yeah. And I've never used it since. Um, but I've got a skipping rope. Um, but it's I, really good. I've started doing, um, if I do like, I don't really go in with a plan. I just muck around a bit. But yeah. if I'm doing some bench or chesty stuff, whatever, I now do bench and I now do chest and shoulders on the same day because my shoulders are so ruined that I can't do any heavy weights anyway. Yeah. So I end up, they're my little light supersets. Yeah. So I get them both done. Yeah. Well, I did some shoulders, some back because having a good chest means you've got to have a good back. You've got a good back. You've got a big Thank broad you. back at the top, haven't you? Yeah, it's probably. It's quite a lot of dense knots of muscle up there. What, what are you my benching at the moment? Uh, I'm not, mate. I'm just doing like cable um, mm. chest. What are they called? Cable flies, pulleys. Yeah, cable flies. So a really nice one is when you get, you put both pulleys right away to the bottom. Yeah. And you stand with your, as it, you stand, you know, a pulley in each hand facing out of the machine yeah. in towards the gym. Yeah. 
and as if you're going to with your palms facing forward as if you're going to do bicep curls but you don't you just yeah. bring your straight arm all the way up it's yeah. nice that yeah like uh, someone from X-Men raising the water yeah yeah yeah. but really lightweight because it's really hard and imagine Jesus doing that you know if he just wants to yeah make a path for him to walk through the water or something I first did that a little while ago there's a bloke Testament. in the gym who's about he must be 12 stone yeah I said oh mate what are you doing there What's that? He goes, oh, it's really nice for this, and it. He goes, it just, it's nice on your shoulders if you've got sore shoulders. Oh yeah, I'll try that. And he, it, honestly, if he wasn't twelve stone, he was eleven, twelve stone max, and I couldn't lift what he lifted, and I still can't lift what he lifted. How long do your gym oh, sessions shit. last for? Not long, roughly forty minutes. So, like, I'd imagine half hour of that is shaking everyone's hand. Uh, do you know what? I like. I'm not the normal me in the gym. <laughs> oh no, hold on. The only time no, in my life when is, I don't talk this to is people. The, this is the normal you. You're not trying to put um, like a, a fake facade on of being super friendly. So this is you. <laughs> this is you in the gym, yeah. No, um, I know what you mean. No, I know I, what you mean. You're there to do a job. Head down. Put a mur- it's not like, that. It's, you know, I'm normally in a rush. Put like a a murder podcast on in your ear. Yeah, do a bit of that. Yeah, and. I do, or maybe an hour if I'm loitering around, but um, yeah. but um, yeah, I'm I'm quite I'm quite I just I do wonder because I know I know how strong I was when I played rugby, and obviously I'm fat now, fatter, right, and not. I'm not fit anymore. But I'm gonna I'm trying to find out last week how strong I am compared with when I played rugby. Yeah, and it is quite well. Some of it doesn't count. But I used to do, we had a prop at Bath called uh, Tao Fao Felice. You know yeah. Fao? Yeah, yeah, You know Fao? And he came, he came to the club. Loves KFC. And he was like, do you, would you, what weights do you do, Fao? He's like, yeah, do weights. Yeah, yeah. What weights do you do? What, what, what are we doing? Shoulder press with dumbbells. What are you going to use? Yeah, cool. Yeah, shoulder press. Love shoulder press. What numbers? I don't know. There's no numbers on my gym at home. Okay, cool. So we gave him 40s, then 50s. Then we gave him 60 kilo dumbbells. Mm. I remember him doing a set of 12 seated shoulder press with 60 kilo dumbbells and it was like we'd never seen anything like it and I worked and worked and worked to get up to a set of 12 on 60s and then had a load of shoulder operations because I did too many weights <laughs> and it was like it ruined me and I tried it the other day and thought I could put a little 20 on there but the mm. pain mate the pain he was like Ram Man from He-Man by the end like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, yeah Trapzilla um, obviously there's loads of sport going on at the moment and we Love Sport is a sports app for the ultimate sports fanatic. And this yeah. app basically helps you find the best places to watch the big game, listen to all the live sport events being shown in the pubs. Yeah, it is, it is good, actually. And you mustn't fret, because despite the rugby this autumn, the international rugby being, being on prime video, pubs and bars are still showing the Autumn Nation series. Uh, and the We Love Sport app helps you find your nearest table and... It is properly good because I'm I'm one of those people. I nick your subscription to oh yeah some things. I nick someone else. So I've got mine to some. I never know what my logins are. And actually, I have used it already. I used it for your game at the weekend, which I'm going to ask you about mm. to find out where I could go to watch it on my phone, basically because I wasn't at home. So it's actually yeah. it's really easy. Yeah, All you very good. do is yeah. download via the Apple and Android app stores. Just search We Love Sport, and if that's not enough, they're also giving you two for one on Guinness throughout November as well. We love Guinness, yeah. don't we? Terms and conditions do yeah, apply. They do. And as, as antisocial as I am, you're not, watching down the pub or a gastro pub even with a mm. pint in your hand is better than sitting on your own Yes, on your sitting room sofa. It's better. Yeah, of course it is. Especially if you're watching the All Blacks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, how'd it go? 
Yeah, well, first well, off... How was your commentary first? Well, for, it was a busy day, actually, because first off, we had the locker room and had um, yeah. Alfie, and I put the I put some music on uh, when I announced Alfie onto stage. Uh, remember he had the little dance he was doing to Billy Ocean? Red light spells danger. Mm-hmm. So I put that on. Um, I was doing a bit of a rainbow click for him. And then uh, Jiffy came on as well. And had a nice picture of Edwina Curry. <laughs> I love that because I, I, when I texted you the other day, I said, "How was the, how was the locker room?" And you said, "Alfie and Edwina, Alfie and Edwina, excellent." Yeah, <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was really good. Um, and then shot across to uh, Cocoms in the stadium. The stadium was absolutely heaving. Like on the sixth level, imagine like when you leave your seats and go to the concourse area that goes all around it. Uh, it, you couldn't move in there because people had to arrive there super early. You know, they're asking people to arrive there two hours prior to kickoff because you needed uh, the tickets are now online on your phone, and yeah. also you had to show a COVID passport as well. So it took a little bit extra to get in. So couldn't move. Literally had to walk around half the stadium to get the cocoms, and it took me about half hour. So yeah, oh gee, That's yeah. Annoying. So hat on, mask on. Didn't have yeah. to stop really for any pictures. So how how did you enjoy the commentary? Yeah, I, I did enjoy it. Um, and the thing is, like when you work with Andrew Cotter, like you've just got that element of respect. You know, you, you know we hardly speak to each other. Yeah. You know, I got there and we just you know you had a look like we were lions in nineteen ninety seven. Mutual respect. Yeah. And uh, and then we cracked on just, with the game. Yeah. Yeah. He, he sort of gave me He's the thumbs up. Look. Right, Don't we're ready. Nod, do you? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, no, it was. I uh, really enjoyed the game. Great atmosphere pre-game, and you know Wales were in it, weren't they? Until it kicked off. <laughs> yeah. Until the game started. Until four minutes in. Uh, but pre-game yeah. was brilliant. It was great to hear the anthems. Great. You know, it's the first time uh, crowds have been back at the Principality Stadium for a long time. And you know they had the full-on pyrotechnics, the lot. You know there was the hacker there, which people love. Uh, it's actually quite a bit of time from when the hacker ends to when the game starts. And you don't realise that till you're a commentator, do you? No, you don't. Uh, I picked out Will Jordan at the start of the game. Um, yeah, pretty glad I did, to be honest, because yeah, he went right in the end. Didn't oh, he? mate, yeah, it was good. Um, you know that chip and chase was looks easy. But let me tell you, that's not easy, you know, to get that ball to just pop up right over the line. You've got to have proper distance control, like bowls. You know, you've got to get the ball right yeah. by the jack. Uh, he could have done it, actually, probably 10 minutes earlier, but he stepped inside. But, ah, oh, mate, like, Bowden Barrett, 100th test, you know he's going to have a big game. It's like when a player, like you or I, play against an old team, like Saracens, you're going to have a storm, yeah, right? You know, it's just, you, are. you up your game. And yeah, of course you do. What he's done there, he's just, he's thought about it, whether they've actually analysed it and thought, right, first thing was going to do off a line out was just hit short, probably Johnny Williams. He's their big ball carrier. So get off a line quick. And he's anticipated that before, uh, you know, before the line outs even started. He's yeah. gone for it. He's hammered out. Um, sometimes if you don't take them though, you open up a hole, but four minutes in, Ultimate start, ultimate. I tell you, we're good, mate. The weekend were Surveyor and Retallic, but it's not just. 
it's not like they're at the base of a ruck and they just want to carry all mm. the time. It's just a little tip-ons. Because they're such big carries, you think, right, you know, we're going to have to double-team him. And all of a sudden, then, it's just one little pass out. Yeah. And then someone else has a crap. But they were really good at the weekend. Gave uh, New Zealand a lot of front football. They were... Mm. Good in the line out, they disrupted Wales's scrum, which meant meant they couldn't get any starter plays going, which meant, you know, Aaron Wainwright had to pick up from the base, and then it was just phase play straight away. Um and then Wales got within twelve points yeah. and then gave a penalty away. Exiting. Yep. And New Zealand just hammered them with a the line out. Uh drive and then just struck again and again. And again, so... The Seve Reese try was the best to watch. Yeah, it was. Yeah, How quickly he gets off the deck, it's a joke. Yeah, it is. But it was also a real great kick from Geordie Barrett. You know, I thought yeah. initially he was going for the uh, 50-20, but he doesn't. You know, that ball, he's aiming to stay in mm. for the chase. You know, because he doesn't drill it. I'll tell you what he does drill, mate. Every kick he goes for it goal. Mate, <laughs> makes it look so easy. I know, I know. Um, what a player. It's, e- it's easy to say, I got, I got, you know... It's e- watch Will Jordan, watch Geordie Barrett make those kicks. It's easy to say, you know, what a player, what a talent. And there is that. It will be a huge amount of work. But I'm sorry, there is just a lot of talent there as well. It's almost like when you say someone's really talented, it's almost an insult now because you yeah. suggest they don't have to work that hard. I'm not questioning that. <clears throat> but I've got another little theory on the why the New- why New Zealand are so good all the time. They're obviously beatable, but they're so good. I just think they might have better players than everyone else. <laughs> Simple as that. Like They've a, got lads who are better than all the rest of us. Yeah, of course they have. You know, that's just, that's evident. That just happens in in sport. It happens anywhere, in business. It's just yeah. people are better at doing their job than you. Uh, it doesn't help when you can't hit a line out five metres out twice. Uh, no. You know, so massive no. issues with set piece with Wales. And, you know, it's, I don't know what they're going to do, you know, in a week because... They've got South Africa, who are even better at set piece. So mm. there's some worrying issues. But you look at the injuries Wales had. I know lots of teams have injuries, but you know Wales particularly don't have a lot of. Well, they do have strength and depth, but not compared to New Zealand, say, or England. Um, and also the English-based players as well not being accessible. So. Probably yeah. wasn't the ideal time to play New Zealand. First game up without Dan Bigger, without Lewis Rees Samet. Um, it's, it's the worst. It's the worst possible time to play them. Actually, maybe <laughs> Isn't Nick it? Tompkins because he's been playing really well. For he's been playing really well, thousands. really, really well. I tell you, a couple of players that did stand out. I thought the back row was good. Uh, I thought uh, Tame Basham looked quality. I thought Johnny McNichol looked the only threat in the back three, running the ball back. Well, he looked really good. Yeah. Wayne Wright were really good, I thought. Yeah, yeah, he did. So, a couple of positives. And it, was, it was good to see but Gareth Hanscom you... back as well. Mate. I know it probably wasn't the easiest game yeah. for him, but he's been out for such a long time. Before the World Cup 2019, he was Wales' number one 10. Yeah. And he's had to go through a lot mentally, a lot physically, to get him back. And he's still injury-free, so that's a good sign. And, and... I, I'm, you know, as a neutral, mm-hmm. I, I don't care how he plays. I yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. we are not. I don't know the bloke. Met him once to do a podcast, and in passing, that and here and there. But you just think what he's been through. I just thought couldn't give a toss if he gave away ten interception passes. As long as he starts the game, yeah, and comes off fit. No, he likes you, mate. He likes you because he said, um, you know, that flats. And I said, yeah. yeah. He went, he's okay. So 
Yeah, there you well go. Done. Uh, what do you make of the non-yellow for Bowden Barrett? Had to be a yellow. Do you see that? Wainwright makes a break, goes down to. Yeah, look, this is difficult. Owen Lane. This is where I'm really glad I'm not commentating on a Wales game because it's a yellow card, I can't mate. lie on screen. I can't lie on screen. I said it was yellow. I know you did. I disagree. I Why? think he's trying to. I think he's trying to knock it, knock it on and catch it. I think he's trying to. There go is no way near the ball. The, the ball doesn't go anywhere. It's near, near enough him. that he touches it. Yeah, but to regather that, I feel like a person with that much confidence in a game that is sufficiently one-sided, hundredth cap, that much talent. He's the sort of person that could doesn't catch it and talent. score from it. Doesn't matter, but he doesn't. He gets nowhere near it, and it it stops a real threatening attack. And he gets nowhere. Near, it doesn't like juggle it. He just knocks it forward. That is a yellow every day of the week in my book, but yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm trying to cause an argument. Uh, uh, okay, no, nah, no, nah, I don't disagree. Okay. And the the Laulala mm. Ethan Black had a shot. Mm. Um, I mean, I know my view. What's yours? I said it really. I thought he probably got it right. Um, <sighs> there's a lot of people who have a different view on this, uh, but Moriarty's head is it just goes straight down. Like, he is running so low, and I don't know how you meant to tackle someone like that. Like, people saying, Lau Lala should have pulled out. How can you pull out of a tackle? Like, it's it's instinctive. I think he gets knocked in by, I think it was Blackadder, into uh, Lau Lala, uh, whose arm is cocked underneath him. So, I think the mitigating factor is that, one, he gets knocked into Lau Lala, and two, that his body is so low anyway that there's going to be contact with the head. If you run that low, you know, into contact, there is a danger that you are going to get uh, connected with the head. So I think, in my view, he got it right, but this is it's really subjective and a lot of people disagree, so screw you. Yeah, I thought Blackadder was lucky there. Yeah, yeah, a little bit as well. Uh, there's a couple of things, like Tame Basham, it was a shoulder charge, didn't get picked up. I said the, I know. I, I said believe that might, got missed. I said the TMO should have a look at that, but he obviously wasn't listening. No, I found I found that surprising. Yeah, um, that was probably a yellow card as well. Yeah, I, I mean, ultimately, in a really tight game, these are massive conversations, um, and as they are, they're probably just not quite fair, not quite right, mm. not fair, not quite right. But it, it ain't going to make wasn't going to make a huge amount of difference. It, I just thought you look at Basham. I thought was really good. Wayne Wright, really good. You watch those guys. And you're like, God, they're playing really well. But then you actually compare them to the guys playing for New Zealand and it's like... Papalihi, Blackadder, Surveyor. Surveyor, mate. I mean, he's a joke every week. Like, Ethan Blackadder's not come out of nowhere, but he's almost come out of nowhere. And he's fantastic. Papalihi, mate. You know, the cover tackle he did on Owen Lane when uh, Barrett actually knocks it on. Yeah. Was massive work. Anyway, what what do you make about the yellow to Laulala? Um, I thought there's not a lot he can do there and I thought Ethan Black had a knock the Moriarty off line yeah. but for me the issue you've got I, 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 mean, I wish I was watching it now but I haven't watched it since Saturday night but you you've got Ethan Blackadder going in with no arms I thought that looked shoulder chargey to me mm. and then you've got Laulala hitting someone who is being knocked towards him and yeah. impossibly low yeah. so are you asking players to let the ball carrier go past them and do an old school passive tackle from the side. Well, that isn't going to happen because teams will then score too easily. So it's a bit like, I know you've been on international duty, but it's a bit like we won't go all the way into it. But 
Mike Williams for Bath against Wasp at the weekend got a red card for me and Tempe for aiming at the head and neck slash neck of Jimmy Gopeth. And he absolutely, like, total Jimmy Gopeth on a clear out. Yeah. And I'm watching it thinking, I don't even think that's a penalty. He didn't go aim for... Jimmy Gopeth is impossibly low. He's jackaling. Mike Williams is massive and strong, not his fault. And he's five metres away, so he steams in. Now, it not Jimmy Gopeth was out cold. It was horrific. Luckily, mm. he's fine. But I'm looking at that thinking... If he doesn't stay down, if he doesn't stay down, he bounces back up. Is that even a penalty? Yeah. And it's one of those things, I'm not sure what Mike Williams is supposed to do. And there are these, like there are penalties now that it's all designed to make the game safer and quicker. I know that, but these, all these tweaks, but it's like now the the penal, the penalties people are given getting, you know, people getting penalised for not rolling away. There are at least a handful in every televised game when they could not, the tackler could not have moved. So what you're talking about is ultimately we're going to be deciding professional level games on lads, on penalties where lads couldn't roll away. I mean, they physically couldn't get out any quicker. There's nothing they can do, but we are so adamantly refusing to let the game be slowed down that we're penalising them anyway. And it's the lads have almost given up complaining, which is good, but in the end, it's almost like they haven't actually done anything wrong there. Because you can't always affect where you land when there's loads of bodies, and it's there are times when I think Laulala. I thought I thought Blackadder was going to get a yellow, and Laulala might not. Um, and then I thought, well, you, you're going to whack a head, you're, you're going to collide with a head, you're going to get a yellow at least. So I wondered about a double yellow there. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that. Uh, I thought you weren't going to give an answer then. I thought it was a politician flatman again. Did you did you see the Joe Marler tackle on Tom de Glanville the other week, Quinn's no. Bath? No. So. What happens is someone tackles Essays and tackles Tom de Glanville up top, yep. and then um, Marla goes in low and hits him. They're hitting in opposite directions, so it spins him like one of those NFL highlights reel shots, and it spins him. And it's like right, and Luke Pierce, who is about the best ref in the game or close to it, he's basically starting at red and saying, "Convince me otherwise," and it ends up being a yellow. I'm watching that, thinking that looks horrendous. That is not even a penalty. Esther Hazen is high, but he's legal. Yeah. Marler is low. His arms are up. He's just got someone hit from the other side. That's just bad luck. It's a really good tackle. And it shouldn't even be a pen. And he gets yellow carded and kind of accepts it. Yeah. I watched it again and thought, no, it's not even a penalty. So I wonder if outcomes yeah. and replays are now affecting decisions a bit more than they should be. Yeah. Um, i tell you another player for New Zealand that you can see why he's in the team because... Rico Ioani sometimes plays 13, um, but Anton Leonard-Brown, defensive yeah. masterclass, because he Wales, one of Wales' first attacks uh, went wide, and John Davis gets hammered. I think it was John Davis gets hammered man and ball by Leonard-Brown, and what that does, it just puts doubt into your head about going wide. Then you've got to go short, and then you've got to go into heavy traffic, and he was brilliant at the weekend. Like Didn't see him too much ball in hand, but Defensive reads, turnovers, tackle area, in the ruck, affecting the ruck. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Super, super impressed. And the bench was brilliant as well from New Zealand. Anyway, three cheers for New Zealand. Uh, good luck to Italy at the weekend, I say. Yeah. Good Have luck to you, fellas. Have you seen the South Africa team being picked? No, I haven't. Mm. Who's in it? Who's not in it? 
is probably an easier question. Um, Let me Google it, Tommy, while I'm here. Yeah, well, it's pretty much full strength. Uh, Creel is on the wing. Well, what what changes do you think Wales are going to make as uh, well? I think Bigger will come in. I'm not sure Liam Williams will or not. I th- he probably will, but I think Johnny McNichol, near enough, has done enough to, to stay in the team because he was pretty decent. Lewis Rezamit will come in, but they've got Delande. Mind got you, boy. Lewis Rezamit has not had a good start to the season. Uh, he's still quite I love him. He's amazing. I love I love watching him. He's box office, but he hasn't had a good start. Vermeulen, really Smith and Khaleesi. They've got Diaga. They've got Etzebeth. You know, the bench is strong as well. Jasper Visa, Kobus Reinhardt, Franz Stein, Vincent Koch, Stephen uh, Kitsoff, Malcolm Marks. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. with you now. Yeah. Dialandi, Lacanya Arm. Oh, they've got Jesse Creel on the wing. Yep. Hasn't featured Pimpy, for a while. Pollard, probably, probably the, Jesse Creel, probably the, the player that is in the most ultimate shape I've ever seen. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. David One of the biggest problems for Jesse Creel is that he's playing rugby at the same time as Lacanya Arm, who is yeah. just so class yeah, that it's like Jesse Creel's mega and powerful and a freak, but it's like you can't pick anyone ahead of Arm. No, you can't. And defensively as well, mate. Not only an attack, so he's good. so good. Or oh, Etzebeth, Diaga, yeah. Khaleesi, Quagga Smith, Mulan. Yeah, punchy that boy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Yep. So I went on match point uh, the weekend, had a mm. couple of goes at predicting the score. Didn't do too bad, won a pint, but obviously Scotland pretty much destroyed Tonga and the other mm. way around with New Zealand Wales. Yeah, and look, there's some international rugby on the table this weekend. Let's get our predictions in, Tommy, for this weekend's games. Now, you're playing the Guinness Pint Predictor on the Match Pint app again this year, are you not? Correct, Amundo. So how does it work again, please? It's easy, mate. Simple. Just download the free match point app, predict who's going to win each match, and obviously by how many points, and you can win yourself a pint of Guinness each week. Mm. So that's it. You just tap on 
the scores, what you reckon the scores are going to be, and you win a free pint. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, easy. Um, and if you get the winner right and a margin within ten, you can gift a pint to a friend if you've got any. Um, within five, and you can get a pint yourself. That's lovely. And what about our dear, dear listeners? Have you got anything, any extra special treats for them, Tommy? Big time. Um, whoever wins my prediction league will win a Wales v Scotland match ball signed by the captains. Just enter the code Shanks when you join the game. It's easy. Yeah, okay. That's decent, to be fair. So tell us your predictions for this week um, so everyone knows sort of which way not to go. Actually, you are quite good at this. <sighs> you are quite good at this. And I know, I know you predicted a New Zealand win, so well done you last weekend against Wales but um, let's have a little look at hmm, which game do you want to start with uh, well, do you want to start, start with New Zealand Italy Italy New Zealand what do you reckon 64 I reckon New Zealand um, can't do them all um, I'll post it online but I reckon South Africa by 14 you know they're yeah, coming okay. fresh off the back well not fresh but they're off the back of a rugby championship they're match ready I think that was a big issue for Wales they were either ready. battle hardened, match ready, or beaten up. But also, they lost yeah. to New Zealand by two points, and they beat New Zealand by two points. So the only team that's really come close to them. Um, mm. So uh, I'm going to put it online uh, what I'm doing. But just joined by Shanks. I reckon England 35. Who knows? Who knows? I reckon England. I reckon England 45. Tonga 15. All right. Look, good luck to you, boy. Good luck to you. Look forward to checking in and hearing how many listeners are battering you in the competition league tables next week. Probably none, mate. Probably none. Probably I'm some. that good. I'm that good. Um, right, so England Tonga on the weekend. What are you doing, Flats? Corporate, uh, Tweed, Range doing... Rover, Scotch Eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Smoked salmon. No, loafers, straight out the socks. packet. Capers um, in it as well. <laughs> I'm um, I'm doing yeah. I'm in the some of that green pink room. Himalayan salt as well. Yeah, obviously. Kind of, I'm in kind of the green salt. room with Big Lol, Benny, oh, nice. Oz, um, and Clive Woodward's in there, and I'm commentating for Prime Video and doing a few little featurey bits. So it's one of those days, fella, which is like, oh yeah, great stuff, and it's like, right, there's quite a lot to fit in there, so. Mm. I've tried to uh, tried to get Michelle up to Twickenham to be my chaperone, which she did for us at the World Cup in 2015 for loads of us. She organised chaperones, and honestly, it's genius because you come out of a room and you're like, right, you've got to be here in yeah. six minutes, go. Yeah. It's a bit of that, and it's all wicked fun, but the wicked fun can be diluted a bit if you're worried about being late or whatever. So I'm, I'm working on her, but she reckons she can't get her mum to look after her kids, but I'm working on it. It's going to be one of those days where you get into the car, on the way home and don't speak to anyone because you're talked out. Yep. Yep. You are bang right, fella. Yeah. You're yep. absolutely bang right. I mean, I do that quite a lot. Um, who's going to play 10 yeah, for so England, mate? I'm, what'd you say, boy? Sorry, I was saying who's going to play 10 for England? Well, Marcus Smith, but then I'm not hearing now that he's uh, got a knock. Well, I'm reading now that he's got a knock. So Ooh. that would be a great shame. That would be a great shame. But I he... What Eddie Jones said on BT Sport is that um, he's going to play Marcus Smith and Owen Farrell at 10-12. Yep. Um, which will interest a lot of people, um, which, you know, it flat out is interesting. But Sam Simmons has been sent home again. So he's not required. And it's kind of, it's one of those things. They've, so they had three, they had Don Brandt, Callum Chick and Sam Simmons in the squad at eight. 
Billy Vinopola injured himself, but he wasn't in the squad anyway. Um, he's hurt himself a bit. He's only out for a few weeks. But then you've got Tom Curry, who he's picked at eight as well. Um, but he's sent home Callum Chick and Sam Simmons. And it's like, Don Brandt has been amazing. So there's just, there's just no arguing that. Callum Chick is fantastic, but he hasn't been on Don Brandt's level so far this season. But you do wonder what, how hard Sam Simmons is praying to his God that Eddie Jones just leaves after the next World Cup because every coach in the world, every coach in the world in sport has players they like and don't like that other people disagree with. But he just doesn't like him, just doesn't want to pick probably, him. Probably, it might be 30 other million people, Brian, the same. <laughs> well, unless England win the World Cup, then they're I'm joking, very I'm, I'm massive joking. Um, I tell you, when he, Marcus Smith, Owen Farrell, 10-12, I tell you, if you if you chuck Manu Alangi there at 13, oh my, oh my geez, oh my geez, what a 10-12-13 that is. Mm. He's the missing link. He needs to but, be fit. But Marcus Smith has been amazing playing with the Big 12 and England have got a couple of really good Big 12s. They've got Atkinson, who's uncapped, admittedly, and they've got Manu. Yeah, yeah. They're going to put a second playmaker there. Yeah, but that's because of the style that Harlequins are playing, and that's because you've also got a really creative nine in Danny Kerr as well, and you've got you know different wingers, different fifteens. You know, they, they they play a totally different game to England. They play much more of a high risk game to England. So, I get your point about twelve, but England aren't going to play like Quinns, mate. You know, first off, their defence is going to be a lot stronger. And there's not going to be as much room out there as well, so you've got to have. But you've got to have someone big in that backline somewhere, haven't you, mate? Mm. Sam Simmons. Yeah, you need, you need a bit of size in there. But I, it's, I just think you tell me, isn't it nice for a fly half to have an out, have a, just a big unit at twelve as an option? Sometimes, yeah. If you've got a big unit and a distributor, even better, like a a Marnonu. But yeah, do you know what? I'd rather I'd rather play with a ball making twelve, to be honest. You know, I'd rather play alongside Owen Farrell and Esther Hazen. Someone's going to put you through a hole. Someone's going to yeah. create space out wide. And all moves come off 12 now, basically. Yeah. You know that. Um, but okay. it does work. It does work. But I think if you've got a big ball playing 12, like a big carry in 12, you need you either play like South Africa, so you're, you either play quite limited and you know you rely on a massive set piece, or you've got an unbelievably creative... 9, 10, 15. You've got creation all over the shop. I don't think you can play with a big ball playing 12 and, and for instance, play like a, a damn bigger at 10. You know, I don't think that's going to work because he's not as he's naturally not as creative as a, as a Marcus Smith, is he, or a Finn Russell. Well, different, different player. Watch him at Saints. <sighs> Do you know, last week, Tommy, let me ask you this. Last yeah. week... Uh, he's not who mate. scored. He's it. not as creative as Marcus Smith. I, I'm not having that. No, 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 no. Okay, he's not. But watching Saints last week, um, he there was a scrum about about the halfway line, yeah. and it was probably about midfield-ish. And the ball came to the back, and Alex Mitchell, the nine, who's been playing really, really well, and he's now in the English squad. He Dan Bigger just basically drifted left and went up so flat, like he was jogging in a warm-up. It was like a warm-up, mm. and he took the ball almost parallel almost parallel with the nine and a really wide pass and he just got it one and banged it and I banged another wide pass in and suddenly 
it was so and I was just like that is such a relaxed creative player yeah knows what to do is he going to be that relaxed this weekend if he plays well I don't think you could compare Northampton to international games and, and the Lions and we saw that um, I think you know Rory Hutchison does a lot of work as well creative work but that's what I mean like you need to have a, a creative player alongside him I think he's a quality player mate honestly I think he's he's one of the best one of the best but you need to have he's not like I said a, a Finn Russell or Marcus Smith you know so he doesn't have that in him really but if you get a bit of creation outside him like a Scott Williams maybe you know then yeah. I think you get the best out of him as well so that's my point I, I'm going to say one thing to you I thought I really liked Johnny McNichol and I think actually he played well enough that it's I don't know how you justify leaving him out, actually. But yeah. Liam Williams, boy. Tonga aren't going to trouble England too much this weekend. No. No, no. No. Uh, Ireland, Japan. That's a, that's a different one. Um, I think Ireland will, will beat them pretty... Well, I reckon it'll be my 12 points, maybe. Japan are good. Yeah, they're really yeah. good. But I think yeah, Ireland at watch. home. I'm, I'm, interested. I'm interested to see the Wales team. Um, I'm interested to see how... Um, Tonga do in the first half in particular um, interested to see how um, worked up South Africa are how physical they are interested well, to see all of that stuff also, do you think Bigger's going to come straight back in and start do you yeah I think I think he will I think he will um, mm, I don't know who do you think do you think they'll start with Anthony no I thought Preston did well, really well off the bench yeah he did and I thought he did uh, he did do really well tactically he did really well kicking um, and he bought his his back line into the game but he's 34 years old so he's not going to be around for the next World Cup really uh, uh, well uh, 36 I, I don't think so uh, so I think age is against him you know if you look into the future at some stage they're going to have to because Bigger's I think 32 he's 34 Anscombe's 30 you know they, they, you have to start planning with, with younger players I think at some That's stage Otherwise, okay, boy. but he did play really well. I was, I was really happy for him. Um, Scotland, Australia. Now, Scotland were were good. Sixty points to fourteen. Uh, Rufus McLean. I don't know if you've heard Rufus. Of him. Rufus, come across him. Quality, mate. Quality. Yeah, he's good, wasn't he? Yeah. Raw, great step. You know, some of these tries, you, you know, you wouldn't get away with with better opposition. But can I play what's in front of you, mate? voice of that and he was good he was really good so he was good Carl Stain was good um, but then you've got some players coming back in now as well the English and French based players so Finn Russell will be back at 10 um, so actually Blair Kinghorn was uh, was pretty decent through a couple of lovely passes at the weekend yeah so. yeah. but how do you see that one going uh, Scotland obviously playing at home do you reckon they've got enough in, in the tank to to beat Australia, yeah. No, but I really hope I'm wrong. Yeah, same. I mean, they have got the Hogmeister General back. So that's a yeah, start. Another one. Another one. He, he's he's been looking really sharp, really, mm. really quick, really quick. Like yeah. he's lost a bit sometimes of weight. Sometimes forget how quick he is. It's, he's um, sharp as well. It's the acceleration and, and yeah, it's the change of direction. Brutal. Yeah, yeah. Now all these games of the weekend flats, I'm going to challenge you to settle it. It's a betting app. Well, it's not even a betting app. There's no bookies involved at all. It is between mm. you and your friends. So you place a bet, 
against your mates. So I'll do it against you. I'll do it against Goody because Goody bets with his heart, not with his head. So easy money for me. And that is where the money goes between you and your mate. And then, you know, if you get the result wrong, you know, you know what I'm like, mate. I'm always buying you like a, a Greg's pasty or a sausage roll, aren't I? Mm. And I'm not brilliant with um, techie bits. No. Like, I'm fine. It's not as good as you. But this is actually simple enough for me to use. It is literally designed to be simple. So Settle It is actually kind of a social sports app, really. And you can just, you know, swap fivers with your mates, basically. So it's it's actually quite a good bit of crack. But yeah, you're much better at it than me, historically. Yeah. Jules and Ollie, massive rugby fans. They're, they're not that big. I've up. met them. They're normal size. <laughs> they're, quite, they're quite thin, actually. The medium rugby fans. Um, so... Yeah, download the app, invite your friends, and bet against them. It's good Get fun. amongst it. All right, mate. Well, there we go. I uh, can't wait to spend some of my winnings. It's my birthday coming up, so I might buy myself some new golf oh. attire. No, I, what I, might buy, birthday? I might buy some aftershave and a meter. You know, the th- what day's your birthday? Oh, a meter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Christmas is coming up. Ah, oh, mate. Order some lovely food from Field and Flower. Go on, boy. Ah, oh, I've done a turkey crown. I've done a oh. ham. I've done obviously pigs in blankets. Um, I've ordered stuffing. I've ordered cranberry sauce. Oh. I've ordered the cheeses. I've ordered smoked salmon. Oh. Oh, all coming on, I think, the 22nd of December. So I've got there yours. early. Oh. I'm coming yours, boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, of course you can. Of course you can. Just don't bring your family. Absolutely lovely. Um, look, good luck to you, boy. Bye, mate. See you in a bit. Yeah, keep going. Good luck at the weekend. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.